0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get-off-my-long cast, wherein two early 40s curmudgeons stare down the prospect of their rapidly impending entertainment irrelevance. I am your co-host. My name is Noah Tarno. I am the founder and quizmaster of The Big Quiz Thing, the trivia game show spectacular. And joining me from the East Coast, as always... I am Bill Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises. Yes, thank you, Bill. Good to hear you on this... Lovely morning as we are recording our latest episode, and uh, every week we look at some topic that uh, the quote-unquote kids are into, and we try to make sense of it and say what we think of it. It's destroying society, et cetera. So, um, you know, in the year and a half or whatever we've been doing this, are we coming up on two years? Uh,
1: yeah. No, it's – yeah, yeah, it's, it's coming up on two years. It may – yeah. Amazing. In a couple of Amazing.
0: weeks. Amazing. How about that? We're going to have a not special episode to commemorate. A retrospective. I have gotten in the habit of every time I encounter a young person, whether it's someone in their 20s or a teen or even younger than that, I say, hey, what kind of stuff are you into? Maybe you'll give me some ideas. So Several weeks ago, I was visiting my good friend, Zoe Chico Donnell, age 11 of Salt Lake City, Utah, and I asked Zoe, what kind of stuff are you into? She loves animals, so we we weren't really going to do, I don't get it, animals. But I said, what celebrities do you love? And Zoe said, Phil Swift. And I said, who's Phil Swift? Phil Swift is the co-owner and spokesperson for a company called Flex Seal Products. So this took us to a bit of an odd topic, our topic today, which is Flex Seal. Bear with us for a minute. Flex Seal is um, a line of adhesive bonding products created and founded by uh, Phil Swift and his brother Alan Swift. They created this company in Van Nuys, California in uh, 2011. And uh, they make a variety of products, household adhesive products. So you have Flex Seal, which is essentially a uh, kind of a bonding liquid Flex Shot, which is like a caulking kind of substance. Flex Tape, which is like heavy-duty electrical tape. Uh, and Flex Glue, which is glue. They teamed with a company called Diarray Media, experts in direct media. And they did a series of, I would say, old-fashioned kind of um, direct advertising kind of infomercials, we would call them years ago. Yeah, for YouTube. Yeah, for YouTube. I mean, in the old days, this crap would be on TV Saturday afternoon. they say, call this number and get five tubes, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, so basically, Phil... Gets out there and he, he shows the products being used and how amazing they are, entices people to buy them. And by now, you get one regular tube and a travel tube, plus for now, we're going to throw in another regular tube and another travel tube. Phil, as I said, co-owner with his brother Alan and the spokesperson. You know, Phil Swift is an interesting spokesman. He's he's pretty old-fashioned. He's like these um, infomercial guys of yore, Billy Mays, Ron Copil, guys like that. He kind of has this kind of nice guy, goomba appeal, uh, always smiling. A bit of a stilted delivery, but, you know, some polish. More polish than the average YouTube star, I'll say that. Uh, Masculine, but not threatening. And uh, he's basically doing all these stunts to show us how effective this stuff is. Starting at something silly like filling a a colander with, with Flex Seal and then pouring water through it and showing how the water doesn't get through at all. And then some of his crazier stunts are he saws a boat in half. Seals it up with Flex Seal and then a speedboat and then flies through the water. Uh, uh, With Flex Tape, he seals it up. He lifts a weight with Flex Tape. He cuts a hole in the bottom of the boat, covers it with nothing but the clear Flex Tape, and then uh, motors it through shark-infested waters. Uh, The most basic stunt is they got like a giant bucket and it's just spilling water through a big hole. And like as the water's pouring out, he just slaps a piece of Flex Tape on it and the water stops. You know, these ads have whatever appeal you might have, and I think my young friend Zoe really likes the ads, um, and it, it's led to some success for Flex Seal, and they, they sponsor a NASCAR car team driver. I don't know how NASCAR. I don't understand it. In 2017, a YouTube user uh, who goes by the name of John Tron, uh, real name – what's his real name? John John so, Jafari yeah. of, ca- of somewhere in California – A very popular YouTuber and, in my opinion, one of the least talented people I've ever seen in my life. He looks like Wolverine if Wolverine never moved out of his parents' basement.
1: And ate toaster strudels. Oh, Jesus.
0: And he he made a movie called Waterproofing My Life with Flex Tape. And he basically spends 10 minutes looking at the Flex Tape ads and making fun of them. And it's... It's anti-funny. His humor is awful. There's no insight. He's mocking Phil Swift for flex-sealing a colander. He's like, water's supposed to come through it. You know, completely missing the point of these ads. So he's awful. But anyway, morons in the internet love it. This guy's got his own subreddit. And that thing led to a whole bunch of memes. So as a result now, Flex Seal is very popular meme fodder. And there are quite a few like videos, re-edited videos, um, little meme images, stuff like that, based on Phil Swift and the Flex Seal ads. The two most memey lines were... I saw this boat in half. He saws the boat in half with like an arc, not an arc welder, whatever it is. And then, of course, he takes together and cruises to the water. And the other big line is when he's attacking the bucket with the chainsaw and the hunting knife, he says, now that's a lot of damage. So those two lines have become the basis of a whole uh, subgenre of memes. Some of which, I think, Bill, you agree with me based on our text, we really like.
1: It's fucking hilarious, Seriously. yeah.
0: There's a, yeah, there's a particular uh, YouTuber called CS188, and he made almost these, I don't know what you call them, but these meme collages where he re-edits all the ads, and they're pretty good stoner humor. JonTron led to these memes, and it's all over the internet. Look up Phil Swift, look up Flex Seal, Flex Tape. Uh, JonTron actually did a sequel to his video, a new one, Flex Tape 2, The Flexening, which just came out in the beginning of December, uh, which is even worse than the original video because two-thirds of it is him commenting on his own fame. You know, I, we're getting at a bunch of different issues here. We're getting at the FlexCL ads. We're getting at the memes. We're getting at what is meme fodder? Why are certain things memes? So, uh, Bill, what, what do you think of this whole orbit, the internet orbit that uh, revolves around the Flex Seal family of products.
1: We may have covered things that are like memes, a la the yeah. dances of the shoot and the floss and things like that, but this is the first time we've covered an actual meme, like a visual meme, that exists as an audiovisual component, not just like a dance that somebody has taken and, and appropriated for some other purpose or something you could do yourself. This is a, truly a spectator thing that winds up you know, becoming GIF images and you know, lols and, and stuff like that. So actually it's it's overdue that we did cover a subject like this. Before we went live on the mics, we were talking about who it is that's actually interested in this which, since the remit of this show is to uh, talk about what kids are into I'm going to go from the uh, kids' point of view and say why exactly are we talking about this. It, I don't think it has something to do with the product. It's not the viability of Flex Seal because anybody who likes this doesn't own anything. They <laughs> They live in a basement or they have a bedroom in their parents' house. They don't own boats. They don't own Power tools They can't fix buckets They don't have things like that So this is strictly A spectator sport And I also think It is almost 100% ironic I'm not saying People don't like Flex Seal But the audience That we're describing This specific fever The John Tron And the, the meme audience Is wholly ironic And I had said Again before we went Hot on the mics That this reminds me Of Snakes on a Plane Something that people Like to talk about Highly ironically A studio got wind of it And said Oh let's just go all in On this thing That people like Made a movie Based on the Boiling irony that everybody loved. dropped the movie into front in front of everybody, and no one went to see it because by that point it was done. It was just a reference they wanted for you know whatever the primordial version of social media was back when Snakes on a Plane came out. So I think that people are attracted to uh, Phil Swift and Jon Tron. Personally, I, I don't have anything in my own apartment that I need flexed. Seal or tape for, and and we don't have neither of us have sheds. Neither of us owns <laughs> airboats. We don't have a uh, screw gun that we need to coat with this waterproof uh, sealant. Uh, nor do these kids. So it just winds up being an intellectual exercise. And when you said, whatever, a couple of weeks ago, you said, well, there's this thing called Flex Seal. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. I thought, is that a rapper's name? It could, it's <laughs> a, seriously something weird. It could have been something weirdly ironic or or I don't know. Then we started looking up what this thing was. And it's like, oh, okay. It's this strange visual fantasia of this guy, uh, Phil Swift, who's sort of this weird grinning uncle type who just has this f- manic, frantic energy about cutting... Uh, boats in half and, and smashing a chainsaw into a, 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 a spackle bucket, and I just assume that it's the the weird lunatic huckster pitch. Kids were were attracted to it, and because it was this ironic, weird, strange car- living cartoon character, yeah. and they just they wanted to uh, appropriate it into a zillion piss takes, and 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 they did. And those piss takes, like you said, are hilarious. So yeah. I, I mean, I some of them, some of them, yeah, are right, the one, but the ones you sent me were, and that's enough for yeah. me. It's like if there's
0: that, those two are really good stone. I mean, I kind of want to get baked and wash them, because I I was
1: laughing out loud, not baked. You know, I almost read, they could be stoner humor, but there's also something like Dadaist about it. There's also something like Tim and Eric or David Lynch, And about like they were twisting his face and cutting up like, you can take a chainsaw to your dong. Like there was some really weird cut them ups. And my notes here that a lot of these memes required, no exaggeration, hundreds of hours of editing. Yeah. People are advertising for Flex Seal based on a YouTube ad that itself has millions of views. They're putting hundreds of hours of unpaid labor into something that essentially still pushes the name Flex Seal around. Whether yeah. you're laughing. no, it,
0: it is that is a net win for them. I bet you the Flex oh. Seal people are happy. Well, Phil Swift seems to have a sense of humor about it. Yeah, and no, he plays into the memeiness. He's like giggling as he uses the chainsaw in the bucket, so he's he's encouraging these people. Whether he to make knew, right? Whether yeah.
1: he, there's no way he could have known because he's he's a, a strange, weird jokester, you know, Native American trickster character who knows exactly what's going on <laughs> behind his enigmatic mask. Yeah. But <laughs> like he, there's, there's, the enigmatic mask <laughs> of Phil Swift. No one. That's gonna be the name of my math rock band. No one could have uh, predicted that you're gonna launch a thousand memes, but yeah, now that he yeah. has, obviously, he plays. the social media game he wants to make yeah. sure that ball is always in the air so he's on insta he's on twitter he's doing all he's like he's he was like doing deadlifts at the gym and he's like tweeting yeah. uh, you know at 15 seconds i have to video. stay
0: stronger than flex tape yeah and he has one where he he, <laughs> he stands in the camera and he says do not eat flex seal you know he's he's
1: encouraging these these losers yeah, yeah. totally, totally. I'd losers all right, so what about you what do you think of this fucking shit uh well
0: yeah, I pretty much agree with you. I mean, you know, if we're looking at just the ads, I think there's something. I, I, I And I think that was my young friend's appeal was just the ads. And I kind of liked these ads when I was a kid too. There's something very... And these are old-fashioned. Like I say, I talk about guys like Rampo Peel And Phil Swift, is he's very much in that classic mode. I mean... Someone could write a PhD paper like comparing them back to like um, guys who hosted medicine shows in the, in the 1870s. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the classic of the P.T. Barnum, the classic American type of the huckster.
1: Snake oil. And
0: snake oil, but you know, that kind of implies you're a flat out con artist. Mm-hmm. And I think Barnum and guys like that, and to an extent, guys like Ron Peel or Billy Mays are walking a line in that their products basically do what they say.
1: And they're kind of just louding them if you think about it.
0: right. I mean, I can I, you could find all sorts of videos online where they get people who do have the sheds and do have the expertise and do need these products giving what seem to be real, honest, you know testimonials. And also, I watched a few videos where guys in their backyards were testing the stuff. And yeah, it never was as easy or as good as as Phil Swift made it look. But, I'll believe that Flex Seal is a pretty good product that basically does what it says and I think there's an American tradition of that but it's the it's the exaggeration.
1: It's not exactly is, it's not the product it's the sale right. it's the it's, it's the, Huckster. the sale, Right. Yeah.
0: In that sense I like these ads. And they're entertaining and they're creative like how are we going to show that the Flex Seal colored liquid works, I know we're going to paint this old pickup truck like the Beatles' yellow submarine. We're going to turn it into a submarine. And Phil Swift is going to go, I mean, literally go underwater in this thing. I mean, it's entertaining. It's, someone is writing these ads with an eye toward creativity. Now getting to the memes, I don't have much to add what you said. I think the CS-188, the... There's got to be some term for the editing, the chopping up, the putting back together. I mean, it reminded me a little of uh, vaporwave, which we talked about a few episodes. Yeah,
1: before. no, that's that's a good point. Yep, taking these old cultural pieces,
0: and by the way, pieces that the target audience thinks are square or old-fashioned or they can't relate to, and like approaching them in this kind of clever, ironic way, and mixing and mashing and and recontextualizing, and and when that's done creatively, I like it. Part of my problem with Jontron is he's not doing it with any insight or any creativity whatsoever he seems to miss both miss the point of the flexial ads and miss the point of humor entirely i mean i honestly think he misses the point of humor it's to find some insight or
1: be an outsider john tron thinks ahead. he's an lord, and he's not john tron She's- is a failed comedian who would made a couple of uh, youtube channels but essentially his game is based on yelling at the camera a lot and being generally doughy and unexceptional But again, he fancies himself like an edgelord, somebody who's creating a meme. And in this case, it did. I mean, it's just that it's not any fucking good. That's the difference between him and someone else who's playing the game a little harder.
0: You can't be funny if you don't see the truth in something. Comedy has to have an undercurrent of truth. If he thinks, he just keeps yelling, Phil, why are you sawing the boat in half? What does that have to do with Flex Seal? Like, well, aren't you paying attention, you fucking moron? Like, if you're not seeing the way things are at all, you can't be funny. I mean, yeah, this guy is just too stupid to be funny.
1: Hi, Phil Swift here for Flex Tape. The super strong waterproof tape that can instantly patch Bond Seal and Repair. Noah, why is Flex Seal sticking with you? See what I did there? <laughs> oh! Belly roll!
0: Why is it sealing up the holes in my soul? <laughs> by the way, one of the, one of the memes I like, did you see this, where they show him slapping the tape onto the hole in the in the bucket. So they label his hand me, they label the bucket uh, like my feelings of despair, and they label Flex Seal drugs. And you know, they're <laughs> variants on that, which yeah. I, I think that's pretty funny, because it's it's getting at the truth. It's getting yeah. at the truth. So yeah. why is it popular? Well, irony is still the foundation of young humor in 2018 America. So it's the juxtaposition of this this kind of square old-fashioned guy and the square old-fashioned type of pitching. And a product that we, meaning the the meme targets, can't relate to at all because we don't have garages, we don't can't work with our hands, stuff like that. And then uh, I don't know why Jontron's popular. The only answer I have to that is because people are morons. And yeah, the memes are. You know, we talked about some of this with Vaporwave, and maybe some other topic is that our brains are overloaded, so we're very much subject to humor that retextualizes and recontextualizes and reconfigures stuff, taking the things in our head. Chopping up, putting back together, finding new angles on things. These people are like, well, we got this garbage that's everywhere, you know, these, these ridiculous ads, let's chop it up and make it into something funny or clever or at moments insightful, I will say. You know, you brought up, um, it's still free advertising for Flexio, and I agree, but that's hardly a new thing. I mean, Andy Warhol was doing free advertising for Campbell Soup. I think you can make an argument that CS188, whoever the hell he is, is a lot more cutting toward Flex Seal and towards commerce in general than Andy Warhol was at least with the soup cans. I mean, he mm-hmm. was more cutting with some of his other work. You know, one of the reasons Warhol was a pioneer is he saw the direction our society was moving in. Commerce becomes art, art becomes commerce, and the line between the two is blurred. And I think we have stepped fully into that realm in the intervening 40, 50 years, 50 years, I guess. When did he get the soup cans? Late 50s? 60s? Something like that. 60s. 60s. Okay. So the, the intervening 50 years, whatever. What do you think?
1: Thank you for that applause. I, I'm giving you applause because you absolutely – that was a perfect summation. I honestly Thank you, know. Bill. That was – honestly, that's a master class in analysis. Thank you. I don't think I could do better than that other Thank than to you. just second the, 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 the idea that irony is the coin of the realm. So much yeah. so that irony is so baked in. It's so suffused like radiation or lead poisoning that it is subdermal and no one can identify it. I mean we can identify it, but – Since everybody grew up stewed in it as as infants, there's no recognition of the the term irony doesn't mean anything anymore because it's just like nitrogen as a component of the air. You can't pick it out (laughs) from the hydrogen and the oxygen. It's just part of this gas mix that's invisible. And it's omnipresent. And so I don't think people understand they're doing irony when they do irony. Uh, it's just like, in fact, because Reddit and 4chan are meme factories, this is sort of jumping a rail here, you know, they posted so many pro like thousands and thousands an hour of pro-Trump memes came out in the run-up to the election that had zip to do with the Russians, had zip to do with Macedonian uh, click farms. It was merely just kids who were edgelords and shit posters who were engaging in pure irony. And it's almost like an alien race who, do, who no longer uses their eyes or their ears. They just sort of see the heat of the universe. And these kids, there's no value judgment of exactly what they're doing. It's merely, this is stuff you can feed into the machine and make into a meme. It's the employment of, of picture, of sound, of word, and the meaning means something completely different. So what happened with that, and I mean, I think this this is pertinent to mention, is that a lot of those memes went up flooding out all over the place and became unironic with people who don't understand irony, like who don't yeah. trade in irony. And it looked like all of a sudden it was there's this wellspring of people who were quite literally at first point, just taking a shit on this you know fat old red-headed millionaire who looked like a joke in the hands of another person in the eye of the beholder, it becomes it becomes adulation. This is a little bit of what's going on here where the shit posters, the edge lords, the meme guys on the deepest, darkest parts of the web, created this and their little foundries, their subterranean grottos of where they come up with the stuff without any, you know, and, and again, the thousands of hours of this. The kid is just either playing Fortnite while drinking some sort of caffeinated beverage like Monster as he's cutting the stuff. And so that's what his job is anyway. He just, it's not like he's got wife and kids he's neglecting. It's not like there's a job he's not going to. This is his calling in life, and this is what he does better than anything else. And I'll, I'll admit, he's a much better editor than I am. That guy who cooked a lot of this stuff up is, is a fucking natural at this kind of thing. But it's all based on this weird way of looking at the universe where nothing has any meaning. There's no syntactical meaning. In this case, that's not a problem because it's just a fucking tape thing. This is one of the more benign things. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, we're going to get back to this. But the popularity of it seems completely in line with what me, the old man, looks at the web and the sort of dark foundries and sees, you know, the product that results from them. Flex tape. Okay, have you heard about this stuff? I mean, this is basically, have you heard of Jesus? Well, even he couldn't do as much as flex tape, apparently. I had never heard of flex tape until I was in the pub. And out of the corner of my eye, I happened to catch uh, this infomercial about flex tape, so I'm going to let Phil
0: do the talking for you. Would you be more into this in any way if you were a kid? If you were 11 years old and you lived in Salt Lake City, Utah, would you have more affinity, A- for the flex seal uh, ads, B for the memes, which you already like, but you probably not gonna spend much time with them. Or C, would you be into Jontron? How about that? We're looking at some different topics here, all at the okay.
1: same time. Okay. Well, no Jontron because Jontron honestly reminds me too much of myself at that age. Jontron with that chin, chin beard, <laughs> that chin strap beard, his yeah. doughy features. The fact oh. that he's just running—he's running around in socks the whole time and like cargo shorts—he just looks like, you know, some some fandom of the insane cloud posse or something like that. The product, you know, the my my dad when he was around for the brief few years, he was actually a, a, a tremendous handyman in addition to being a terrible human being, and so he would have used something like flex tape. The idea of actually building repairing something or fixing stuff or doing, you know, carpentry and electrics and, and painting. That was a big deal for him, and that was the only thing I actually watched and kind of bonded with him. So I can almost see that tape, or at least the culture of the tape having some some meaning. Not just being useful, but also what they call guy shit, right? It's probably right. a little bit of right. that. The the memes, the, the memes definitely, I mean, I think that it looks to me like it's, it's barreling along at a thousand miles an hour. It would probably seem even more clever to me back then than it does today. And it would seem like, man, they are just taking the they are just taking the piss out of this guy and i would have loved that just because i mean you know it's it's the generation we grew up with like kind of like invented that let's start making fun of the old man shit let's make st- let's start making fun of this stuff because it's risable and they're gonna die soon and we're young and our, our, <laughs> culture, our culture doesn't resemble theirs at all and so well, let, we, let's make let's their, make
0: let's make fun of them because they're gonna die soon and we're young that is such an attitude that's
1: that's such an American attitude. That, anyway, yeah. so what about you? How would you have uh, interacted with this?
0: I might really have liked this. Yeah, I might have liked this more if I were a teenager because, as I said, I did enjoy when I was a kid watching those stupid ads like Rambo Peel setting it and forgetting it and the food dehydrator. And uh, there was this ad series, I remember in the late 80s when I still lived in New Jersey for a product called DD7, which was just like a stain remover. And those TV ads made it look like a freaking miracle worker. Um, And I was like, I should get a DD7 t-shirt. That'll be funny and ironic. I never did, but like, (laughs) I seriously considered it. I mean, they made the t-shirts. I can see me, if I were like a teenager now, like making memes about Phil Swift and posting them online. I don't see me ever saying like Phil Swift is my favorite celebrity, but I think I would have always gotten he's just an ad guy and whatever. That is, that's not real art. Yeah, I think I would have been more into this when I was young and the whole meme factory. I mean... I like this stuff. Some memes are very clever, Um, and I think I would have been more engaged with it if I had been a young person. Uh, I like to think I never would have looked up to Jontron as someone worth emulating and never would have thought he was funny, but in many ways, I was a real dumb kid, so it's possible if I I discovered him when I was nine, I would have gone, Jontron's so funny. I want to be his friend.
1: I saw this boat in half. Noah, is Flex Seal the binding of the apocalypse? No,
0: I mean, the product isn't. It's just a product. Uh, In fact, it's good because people are recycling shit. One one of the arguments I always get in with my parents is my parents just, why are you going to fix it? Why don't you buy a new one? Like, they're like, look at that shirt. It looks so old. I'm like, it looks perfectly fine. Yeah, but it's a little ragged around the sleeves. Buy a new shirt. I'm like... You know, so I think Americans too much just throw shit away. So maybe I'm putting a, a sunny halo on this, but I feel like anything that encourages people to fix stuff and not throw it away is is a net gain. So flex okay, seal that's is interesting. certainly yeah. not a sign of the apocalypse, right? I think yeah. if John Tron becomes a, John Tron being a star might be a sign of the apocalypse. You know, I, he makes it he makes a joke in the um, in the sequel video we just released this month about winning an Oscar for his first flex seal video. And I realized, yes, he's definitely joking about it. He goes, oh, you could win an Oscar for a YouTube video. But when we enter the world where he actually does win an Oscar for that, we are completely fucked. Um, The memes, I think, are great. But when culture completely wraps in on itself and becomes a snake eating its own tail, that might indeed be a sign of the apocalypse, even if we enjoy the Ouroboros of the the snake tail eating. So um, I think there's some elements of apocalyptia here? Uh, what do you mm-hmm.
1: think? Quote, nobody wants to become a minority in their own country. Oh, here Quote. we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Quote, we can't restore our civilization with someone else's babies. Quote, wealthy blacks commit more crimes than poor yeah. whites. So these are the words of John Tron. The man yes, The man, the, yes, the doughy figure that we've been discussing yes. for the last We, we, uh, we haven't 15- mentioned
0: the fact that he's a piece of shit, even despite the fact that he's a loser. So, yeah.
1: JonTron is like one of these Jordan uh, Peterson type you know, contrarians who's sort of trussing up his argument in what he considers to be rational. You know, I'm just saying. You know, we're just let's just talk about this. Let's have a reasonable discussion. But he uh, uh, was actually at the beginning of 2017. He was with this guy named Sargon of Akkad, who's another English troll. He's a um, a racist English uh, hate monger. So Jontron went on Sargon of Akkad's uh, live stream. You know, and he was defending Steve King, that Iowa oh, asshole, and. Boy. So what you have is this fucking Putz, you know, who is uh, collecting 38 million cl- uh, hits on this on this YouTube video. And either people are completely insulated from the fact that he's a fucking monster, a cave troll. I don't need more people like this in our culture. Certainly, we don't need to like, oh, just listen to the guy makes funny videos. So it's like, who cares what he says on this side? It's like... I care. And th- this is part of that, that edgelord culture. This is part of that meme lord thing where it's like there's no consequence for what you say because you're just having a conversation. It's all this, this. it's just an idea that you've won an argument. John Jafari is probably another primary example of this kind of sort of thing where he's, somebody's been rewarded. YouTube won't pull him down like the way PewDiePie, PewDiePie keeps saying the N-word and double downing on Holocaust references and things like that. And these only are well-paid you know California assholes who well PewDiePie is Swedish but you know what I mean these are people whom the system is, like, elevating and continues to give a mouthpiece to. Now, JonTron doesn't put any of these views into his stupid videos. These are his off-the-clock um, comments. But I, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want to give him a bigger mouthpiece. I don't want him anywhere no. near my meme culture. It's already corrosive. And so long as a, 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 you know, a hypothetical asshole like this is out there, it's more close to the apocalypse than I need. That's it.
0: I agree, except to say I don't. I think there's a big difference between John Jafari and Jordan Peterson. And then I think Jordan Peterson is close to what I would describe as evil. I think mm-hmm. he, he says what he says, and be, and I would guess believes what he says because he wants to hurt people. I think John Jafari is just an idiot, and I think he's just one of these people who's in— I, I think he doesn't know. He's in this world of these obnoxious, hate-filled man-children, and he gets sucked in.
1: I hold the boat together with Thunder and repaired it with
0: half and half. Plus, <laughs> plus. Sus, Here comes Superman. Campers and 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 campers. Are you at all jealous of the Flex CL phenomenon? Are you jealous of Phil Swift? Are you jealous of Alan Swift? We don't know much about him other than he's Phil Swift's brother. Are you jealous of John Jafari, aka John Tron? Are you jealous of CS One Eighty Eight? Are you jealous of the sharks that circle the the boat that got sawed <laughs> in half and then repaired with flex flex cape clear the turtle that swum by swam by the the, the flex seal submarine
1: uh, maybe just the meme the meme guy not John I mean John certainly the guy is he makes enough off of YouTube I'm sure that he's exactly the kind of guy YouTube wants to get in bed with because his stuff is so fucking brain dead you know it's like a, a a gray corpse you found on the side of the road you start giving mouth to mouth to it you're too late you can't save it it's gone it's flatlined. But the guys who make the memes are pretty impressive to me. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I kind of wondered, what was the Swift Brothers' core competency? Are they just salesmen? Did they find this tape and just decide, oh, we're going to sell the shit out of this? Or did they design the tape? Are they chemists? Uh, I don't know. From what I can
0: gather, I'm not sure, but from what I can gather, I think they worked in like, like they're from the adhesive world. Okay. (laughs) The adhesive world. The world of adhesives. That was a great Green Lantern core issue where they tried to find a Green Lantern from the adhesive world and he stuck to the ring to that.: so It was um, a failed
1: competitor to Disney World down the road in Orlando.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, let's get our sequences right. The tape came later. I mean, it started with the, the liquid rubber
1: basically the, the, flex. the goo yeah yeah and then okay, i think okay so so their core companies that maybe the good but no there's no reason i'd be jealous of the of the guys what people tend to do with the stuff that i i'd like to pat myself on the back and say my mind moves pretty quickly but then i watch somebody who's actually a native born memer a memist i don't know what you'd call them and it's like god damn it you guys move so much quicker it's like i got to give you guys the oscar for like best funny quick around ephemeral shit in the world because for some reason that's really interesting to me like I can imagine what what it would take to do that to make something that lasts for 35 seconds but everybody saw it for those 35 seconds yeah I mean I guess I have a little
0: jealousy of Phil Swift I, I like I'm a host but uh, I'd love to be known for my hosting known for being on camera and stuff like that so there's some jealousy of that sure I guess there's jealousy of John Tron like your garbage is getting way more attention than my quality stuff ever will I'd be in a constant state of rage if I let someone something like that get me down and then yeah i guess i'm jealous of the meme makers and that you know i mean obviously it was a lot harder to make memes when we were kids so yeah i guess there's a little jealousy there sure why not
1: we can learn and we can grow we can find something about ourselves while uh all the while sawing a boat in half too which is one of my one of my uh, hobbies
0: i just saw this boat in half so uh bill on the felonian scale is that what we're calling The Fallopian scale? Fallonian yeah. scale? uh If Jimmy Fallon is the worst thing in the universe, where does Flex Seal fall? The products, the memes, the Jontron. Where does John tr- fall John the Seal fall? Jontron,
1: I give Jontron a post Malone. Oh,
0: dude, I would take Post Malone over Jontron a thousand times over. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. A thousand times over.
1: Okay, a thousand. Uh, then a thousand, a thousand post Malones. All right. I would give the memes probably two or three sports stackings. How about uh, the Swift Brothers? You know, hey man you know don't hate the player hate the game so uh, i'll give those guys one uh, one ray shremmer just because they seem to know what they're doing One uh yeah i think i'm the same i think john tron might
0: literally be the worst thing we've looked at he's like 12 jimmy fallons i didn't hate post malone as much as you uh john tron is 12 jimmy fallons the meme makers are i like them better than vaporwave i think that's funnier than vaporwave the swift brothers are almost on a different a different uh, axis than most of the mm-hmm. stuff we looked at but yeah. you know advertising it is american art and they do it well. So. Uh, give them a ton of credit they're a bare fraction of a jimmy fallon in my
1: mind there you go all right all right everybody if you want to look for past episodes go to itunes soundcloud google play and stitcher tweet to us at noah and bill show write to us noah and bill don't get it at gmail.com visit i don't get it podcast whatever you guys aren't going to do that no one's doing i don't even know why i said that Go go on itunes give us a review i'm on twitter i am just Fucking trying to make memes happen, whether they're clever, witty wordplay and you know yeah. reposts. There I am at William Scurry. I'm on yeah. YouTube at Am Caesar.
0: And let me interrupt, uh, Bill. I don't know if you've ever mentioned the show. You have a meme series, pretty much every day. I see it on Facebook, Daily Cobra Commander, where you just that is true juxta- yes. juxtapose the name. They're all from the GI Joe cartoon, right? They're not from the
1: comic. yeah. It's a sing- it's a single frame of the of the cartoon. Yeah.
0: Yes, with a meme, and he's basically turned Cobra Commander. Into like a like a like a Bill Lumberg type middle manager guy, uh, a little more dataist than than Gary Cole is Bill Lumberg. Um, yeah. That is really quality stuff, and I think it's great. Thank and you, thank you. You deserve your own page on you know. Know my meme. Someday we'll get you there, Phil. You know some.
1: the six—the six likes a day I get from it have to keep me going because I've been doing yeah, it they, for years they, now. They yeah. keep
0: you going. Well, it's you know, it's it's all you need to survive, my friend. The love of six people is six times more the love of one person. Uh, I'm all I'm all about the big quiz thing, bigquizthing.com, at bigquizthing Twitter and Instagram at Noah Tarno. Uh, high res corporate and private trivia events, blah 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 blah. Trivia online, fun stuff like that. Uh, I comment about useless garbage I see around the streets of San Francisco, etc. Funny stuff. My nephews and niece do, blah blah blah. I'm not that interesting a guy, Bill.
1: To me, you are. You contain multitudes, and uh, I, I would do. saw your boat in half any day.
0: And I and I would do a lot of damage to you, my friend. <laughs> <All>
1: <laughs> it right, doesn't everybody. sound right, does it? All right. (laughs) (laughs) That was a weird ending, but okay.
0: Production of American Caesar Enterprises, 2018.